Hello and welcome back to Engineering Your Life with Abby Swayze and we have our first guest today who is Kendall Stramble, also known as Fierce of Fit. So Kendall, introduce yourself. Yo, what is up? Okay, first off, super honored to be the first guest. Um, I'll just give like a short little intro on my who I am. So as Abby said, my name is Kendall. Um, I live out in San Diego, California. I'm 23. Um, I'm an online business coach, online fitness coach. Um, been working in the space for like five years now. I'm sure we'll dive into my background at some point throughout the podcast, but pretty gnarly story. Started off when I was pretty young in like entrepreneurship. Um, catalyst of all of this was honestly just having an eating disorder and going through a really rough patch when I was super young. And um, building resilience from that has gotten me to kind of where I'm at today. So that's like a very long story short, but um, yeah, that's who I am. So just working in the world of fitness has been the vehicle to help me get to a new level in this life and lots more to come. So, yeah, I feel like you kind of have like a crazy story. Cause like how, what made you decide to start becoming a fitness coach instead of just like sharing your story online? Yeah. So I honestly didn't make the decision. I feel like the world made it for me. So funny. So I was 18. I was actually 17 at the time. And I had used Instagram to really help me pull out of my eating disorder from when I was really young. And basically from there, I had a girl reach out to me from just sharing my story. And she was like, Hey, will you do like, you know, um, coaching online? And I was like, I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, so I was like, okay, like, let's, see if I can kind of do this. I was like doing in-person training at the time. And um, I just kind of shared my journey on social media. And I was like, okay, like I'm just going to really use this as accountability. People started to like really, I think, resonate with my story, but also just see that I was like becoming more resilient. And um, essentially this one girl just reached out, was like, hey, will you coach me online? And I was like, okay, um, I guess we're going to give this a shot. And that ended up just kind of becoming a catalyst for like really stepping into the space of like online coaching because you know at 18 even charging like a hundred dollars for like a three-month program or something I was like wow I can do this like I can make money online and I can help people and just started to kind of continue to post from there with like hopping into more of like the world of coaching and I realized with what I went through like I really didn't want anyone else to kind of go through that either um and that was like a really big part of like you know why I wanted to do it and so found myself in college just like in my classes like making programs and um just doing like anything that I wasn't supposed to be doing and so yeah I just really dove all in on it and decided like it was really what I wanted to do and you know ended up dropping out of school and um just pursuing it full time which is crazy because I look back at like 18 year old Ken and I'm like how did she just have the guts to like drop out of college, move across the country and just pursue online coaching. Like it's so crazy to think about nowadays. Yeah. That's kind of like when I was going through school too, it's like, I, I'm the opposite though. Like I finished out school and like got my engineering degree, but it's like all through school, I would just never do engineering. It all just be like, Oh, like I'm going to go study this. Like I'm going to go spend like three hours at the gym, like go help someone at the gym kind of thing. And then kind of like went through and like, I even started a career and then I was like, uh just kidding don't want to actually do this but what do you think was like the deciding factor in like getting you to drop out and just like really go after it yeah so um this is kind of a funny story so I got into the honors program at my community college big whoop but like <laughs> I was proud of it because my parents 
didn't let me go away to school because of my eating disorder. So they were like, you're recovered, but we don't trust it enough to like, it was more of a control thing personally, like love my parents to death, but I think it was more of a control thing too. Like all of my siblings had moved out and I was kind of like the last one left. I'm like the youngest. And I was like, you know what, whatever, like, I'll just go to community college. I'll just stay home for two years. And then, you know, my second semester of, of college rolled around and I'm going into my advisor's office and um, luckily I was in school for free because I was at community college in the honors program. So she was like, okay, um, you're in the liberal arts track, but you know, you're going for a dietetics degree. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay, well I have some news. And I was like, okay. And she was like, well, you should have already taken chem one. And now we're halfway into the second semester and you haven't taken any chemistry. I was like, what does that mean for me? And she was like, well, you need to take organic chemistry in the fall. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And she was like, that means you need to take chem one and two over the summer. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? And she's like, it's eight hours worth of classes, four days a week in one lab. And I was like, no, I was like, you, I was like already coaching at the time. I was working at McDonald's, Chipotle in personal training. <laughs> so I had no life and I was competing. I was also prepping for a show. Mm-hmm. So I literally like during this time, was just like, I, I just looked at her and I was like, I, I'm pissed. I was so pissed. I was like, obviously it's part of my responsibility to know that that was what my major needed me to go and, you know, do. But I was kind of like, at this point, I was like, this is so messed up. Like, I can't believe I got put in the liberal arts track when I needed to be in the STEM track. And so basically I was like, I'm going to switch my major. And then when I realized I switched to Kines, I was like, I cannot do anything with this besides what I'm already doing was this personal training. So I decided to compete. And I literally dropped out of college and like two days later was like parents buy I'm moving to Florida. And I literally moved to Florida with my sister because I was just so angry at the world at the time. And it was like the only thing that was actually shedding light on my life that I was like, I'm just going to go in person train at a gym down there, which is what I did. And while that happened, um, actually met my ex who got me really into coaching because he went through a program that was like one of the first like business coaching programs um, that I know of anyway. And he like really got me into coaching. So then I quit my job in Florida and moved out to California. So wild story, but, um, that's pretty much what made me go full time was like, I was kind of just like F the system at that point. Cause I was so mad at like what happened with my education. Um, and I was always really rebellious. I knew I didn't want to work for anyone else because I would always clock out early or like clock out on my time at my jobs and like hated being told what to do. Um, so I was like, I'm going to create it for myself. So yeah, it's crazy. How did you handle moving when like you had like no money in your bank account? Yeah. Okay. So this is crazy. Two days before I moved to Florida, I competed. And then the day after I backed into my dad's car. So I had like $3,000 to my name and I go to the dealership and they're like, it's going to be $2,800 to fix this car. And I was like, this has to be a joke. Like I'm moving to Florida tomorrow. I was like, I have no money to my name. Like literally not a cent to my name. I was charging like $35 for in-person training sessions. And I was like, I guess I'm not moving. Okay. Um, and then I sat there with myself and I was like, no, I'm moving. I have enough money in my bank account for gas to Florida. Um, literally. And I drove down to Florida and, um, fortunately my mom was like cool enough to like drive me down there. She like didn't really support what I was doing, but she supported me and believed in me enough to be like, I will just drive with you to make sure you get there safely. And, um, 
I think the biggest thing for me was like, I had no plan B, like I, it had to work. And also I just was so rebellious against like my family for like not really believing it could work. Cause I got the whole comment where it was like, see you in the fall for the fall semester. I was like, bet. Um, and just not having that plan B, I worked 14 hour days at the gym. I would come home. I would do my online coaching. I had like maybe 10 clients at the time and I didn't sleep. <laughs> So I gave up like my whole summer of 2017 to just work my butt off and ended up saving like a good a bit of money. So by the time I met my ex, I was able to actually move out to California. Still didn't have a lot of money in my bank account, but like I knew I did it the first time and I was like, you can do it the second time. So yeah, great, great, crazy. That is so wild. So we're kind of, I know you're like very into mindset now too, and just like self-development. So have you noticed that like through all of that, like what kind of limiting beliefs and like how have they evolved? Yeah. So I would say like, I've always had really good faith in myself and like a lot of belief in myself. I've always kind of told myself like, and I think it's just more so something recently that I've really embodied is like, I genuinely believe like I have a purpose on this earth. And like that I'm a vehicle for other people. And that's just something like, honestly, that really came to me, I would say like a year and a half ago. And a lot of people always ask me like, how do you say goals confidently to like clients or like, oh, you're going to make like XK months or like, you're going to get to your goal doing this. And um, I think the biggest thing for me is more so recently I've transitioned to a place where it's like, we have like one life, like why not be nicer to ourselves? Like why not talk nicely to ourselves? And we can walk through our life, like having unconditional love for other people and for ourselves, or we can hate people and hate ourselves. And it's like, which one do you choose? You know? And I think through the past five years, when I really got started with everything that I was kind of going through initially and like moving out and doing that kind of stuff is like, I was just kind of fed up, you know, like I was kind of fed up with like my environment. I was fed up with like not being around, you know, a place that I knew I could grow. And I was like, I really don't have any other option at this point besides to sit in my shit and be miserable or like to change my life. And um, now because of that, I'm like, I'm not going to let myself get to the point of being fed up, you know, because I know what it feels like to be fed up. And I think nowadays the way that I look at things is more so like, how can I prevent that? feeling from coming into my life before it happens and take action beforehand. You know, um, I've still had plenty of limiting beliefs. Um, it's funny you bring up like mindset because one of my biggest limiting beliefs, the entirety of my coaching career has always been like, I'm not good at mindset work. I can't do mindset. Mindset's weird. It's icky. It's woo woo. I had all the weird feelings about it. And now I'm just like, I surrender my soul to she, I'm like, please give me all the spiritual woo-woo-ness, like, in the whole entire world, um, which I think you probably have, like, a similar journey, you know, we've just both gotten so, like, into mindset recently, um, but man, I had such a big ego for so long, like, such a big ego for so long, and it held me back from truly, like, having deep, like, relationships with people and trusting people, and I think that was, like, honestly the biggest block that I've had over the course of the past few years, it's just like really letting my ego get in the way of things. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely resonate with that one. Cause like literally when I signed up to work with you in mastermind, I was like, Oh yeah, we're going to like build out my business, like hit 10 K months immediately. And then it's like, no, we're going to rebuild everything. 
And then it's like me just like struggling with mindset. And like every time we talk, I'm just like, Kendall, I don't even know like what's going on with me. And it's just been like mindset, mindset, mindset. So like hundred percent you have like, <laughs> I like don't even know who I was when it was like August and I started working with you and was like, oh, yeah, it's like so I don't know. It's just like such a crazy journey. Just like when you own a business and just like learning how to be a business owner, learning how to be a coach and like, everything in between is it's a lot yeah I think like the biggest thing for this space too is like because it's grown so much is like I didn't have that many people to compare myself to when I first got started and now the coaching space or just entrepreneurship in general like it just has things have gotten more competitive because there's just more people in the space and so there's so much conformity Like I see just so much conformity, which is exactly the reason I didn't go and get a degree. Like I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to conform to like traditional, you know, which we need it. We need it. Like we need professionals, like we need engineers, like we do need like doctors, we do need teachers, like we need these things, but I didn't want to be one of those things. So I didn't want to conform to that either. And then now I look at this even the coaching space and there's just so much conformity, like what we're supposed to post or like how we're supposed to coach people or whatever it might be. And I think that's one of the hard things too, is like not falling into the trap of comparison and like allowing yourself to just be and like be who you actually are and who you're meant to be. Um, and just like in general, right. For like anyone out there listening is like, even if it's for fitness or whatever it might be, it's like, if you, feel pulled to do something or you feel called to do something intuitively like do it because um that is like your divine calling to be doing that thing if if you feel it internally like something is pulling you to do it like just do it because um it's going against what everyone else is doing which we don't want to conform to what everyone else is doing that's what makes us different you know so intuition's funny because like it'll just keep coming to you and like I I was one who would always push things off and like no like I'm just gonna keep following this and keep following this. this is like what's expected of me until like it just kind of slaps you in the face and it's like you get all of these signs pointing to exactly where you need to go and like the universe freaking knows the universe is gonna keep pushing you that way regardless of what you do and you can either just like dive into it lean into it or you can just like stay unhappy and just always question yourself worth and something else mm-hmm. and like we're so conditioned from childhood and from just traumas that happen throughout our life like we go through this crazy healing journey and people think it's over like we're going through life every day where there are small things that can trigger us or there are small things that can offset the work that we have done and no matter how strong you are you know at a certain point and I think a lot of people like forget about that and I think that's what even makes it like harder is because then we get pulled back into the conformity side of things or we pull away and wonder like, is that my intuition? Or like, do I know if that's my intuition? You know? And I think more so recently, the biggest thing that's probably helped me is just having white matter in my brain, like having time to sit and think about nothing like meditation, um, going out on the weekends, taking myself for dates. Like I go on a self date every single weekend, like, I refuse to ever have a week where I do not sit with myself because 
the amount of growth that comes out of just sitting and being forced to process your trauma and your emotions. And it's just insane. I went to like a sound healing class with Christy, one of our mastermind girls last week, which, oh my gosh, you have to come to when you come here. And I just wailed. Like I just cried. I screamed. I laughed. And I was like, I have just like broken up like so many like bits of trauma throughout my bra like throughout my body. And I was like, I felt so free afterwards. And I think just like being in a space like that where I can fully express myself, you just realize like, this is what intuition is. Like, this is what it feels like. And I think a lot of the times, like people just suppress it because it's scary to trust yourself and to think about trusting yourself and gosh, life is just so much better when you surrender. It's so much fun. So much fun. I think so many people are just scared of being still and like sitting in that silence. Cause that's, I was one of those people and I've gotten into yoga and like, I really want to do that sound bath, but I started doing Reiki at my yoga studio. And so what that is like literally just using like your hands and everything to channel more energy, more emotions into you. And I did it last Sunday and my yoga teacher, Karina, I freaking love her. She's amazing. Um, she just like came over and I was just like laying there or whatever. And she puts her hands on my head and my entire body felt like it burst into flames. Like it was just like so much energy. And for like the next three days, I could just like feel my body vibrating at a higher frequency. It was insane. And like, you get so many breakthroughs. And like, I, I just remember like the first 10 minutes I could not settle into my body. And then I finally was just like, all right, I'm just gonna like lay here, kind of like sleep in a way. And then everything just like hit me. No, dude, that's what it, I think. It, I think a lot of it is ego too, because like when you think about it, like we were, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me personally, like mindset work, like I used to be like, oh my gosh, I'd roll my eyes at it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Like for a second, when I even went to like the sound baths, like the sound healing class and the breath work, like when we were doing the breath work at first, I was like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I'm just like breathing, like I'm in a room of people. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Um, and then like, at first I was like, okay, Ken, like you came in here with the intention to get something out of this, like just do the work that's being facilitated to you. And like, especially sitting next to like one of my students, but also like a really great friend and like hearing her. And I could tell, like, we even talked about it. It's like, there was a space between us where we could feel each other holding ourselves back and it was like I eventually just like let out this like crazy cry and then Christy just like followed and like we just went back and forth and our energies just kind of like kept going back and forth but it was like when you open up that space for someone else too when you don't hold yourself back like I think that's I think that's the age that we're literally heading into is like we are literally finishing an age and walking into a new one and it's like so many people are getting into like spirituality work but like there's doing mindset work and then there's really diving deep and like understanding what like your current reality is versus desired desired reality and understanding like you can step into your desired reality at any freaking time it's just a choice and like when you drop the ego to be like hey I can open up my soul I can like vibe with other people I can like read people's energy I can give off my own like I think that's when you really just start to see like all these shifts happen in your life and it is literally the most beautiful thing ever. So if anyone is just like opposed or feels really like weird, it's totally normal at first. I'm still, I still get those feelings sometimes, you know? Um, 
and it's totally normal at first. I think it's just really learning to surrender and being like, you know what? There's nothing weird about this. I'm getting to learn about myself, my inner child, getting to play, getting to have fun. It's the best, bro. Have dance parties by myself at home. Like, it's the best. (laughs) That's truly when creativity starts thriving, though, is when you're not working, when you're doing, like, those stupid things. Like, it's stupid or whatever. It's, like, it's not. It's actually allowing your body to step into that creativity, to, like, step into the things that you truly enjoy. And it's going to reflect in every aspect of life. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like another thing too, is you bring in like those things that are holding you back and like you start to see them, you know? And I think another thing too, is it's like, especially being a business owner is like, we always talk about law of attraction or like attracting other people is like when you do like surrender to that and like you open yourself up and you are just like more energetic. Like I think other people see that, you know? And they're attracted to it because at the end of the day, everyone wants to be happy. Like everybody wants to feel happy and confident. And so when they see someone else who is happy and confident, like they're going to be attracted to that, you know? And um, I think a lot of people want it, but the problem is a lot of people say, I wish I had that or I wish I could be like that, or I wish I could be the person who's happy. I wish I could be the person that gives off good energy that everybody attracts. And I think this is something I learned recently is like part of my ego would always like not really be able to celebrate people as much as I wanted to like a little voice in the back of my head would be like, "Mm, they're doing better than me or like crap. Like, okay, now they're doing better at this. And like, it's really hard for me to celebrate them. And like, I think I really realized just recently it was like, instead of me being like, I wish I could be like that person or I wish I could do these things. I already can. I already am doing these things. I can celebrate myself so I can celebrate them. You know, I think it really just comes from a place of like me and like being secure with like who you are in yourself. And it makes it so much easier to celebrate other people, but also still celebrate yourself. So I think that was my biggest breakthrough. Just like these last like two, three months, it's just really learning. Like you already have it, you know, and like everything is secure that you have and just really like embodying that. So So I already told you that I'm now certified numerology, but the cool thing about that kind of like goes off what you're saying. And so we all, I'm so excited to yours too. I haven't started yours, but um, with like numerology, there's all these different numbers that have meaning in our life. And so the biggest one is our life path. And that basically is telling us like where we're going to go, like what our life's meant to do. And then we have our expression, which is like how we express ourselves. But the one that's really cool is the soul urge number. And so what that is, is what your heart truly desires. And a lot of the time people like try to cover that up because of ego, because of other things, like they let the other numbers overpower it. And so it's kind of like cool how you mentioned that because it's like a lot of people still don't give in to what they really desire. Cause like a lot of people do like desire wealth or something like that. Like they have an eight as their number for that. And they think it's shameful because like society has programmed us to think like all these things are shameful, like wanting fame, wanting to be important, wanting to have money. And it's like, it has a deeper meaning for you. It's not just like some superficial thing. It's because it gives you freedom. It gives you like all these other things and opens you up to things. And it's like, just literally let yourself get into it. Let yourself flow into it. And it's like, your life is going to be abundant in every way possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's something my mentor has talked to me about so much too, is like, um, he asked me, you know, like, what is like, what is your vision? And I like really had to sit with it. And I've been doing like a lot of visualization meditations and like thinking about like what I truly want to do. And like, I always thought coaching was like it for me, 
and I like looked at him I was like Artemis I was like dude I just want to make women like stupid rich like dumb rich <laughs> and he was like okay he's like okay cool and like you know like just wealthy like I just want people to be and I don't know why it is for me specifically that I feel called for women like it's still something I'm diving in on and like I just want to shift a paradigm I think I'm just a rebellious human. I always want the opposite of like, not the opposite, but I always want to do like the hard thing, the challenging thing. And it's always just like a kind of like self-competition sort of thing. Um, and he said to me, he's like, let that be okay. Like that's for you. Like it's for you. And he's like, if you want to be wealthy and if you want to make other people wealthy, like that's for you. And like, you have to accept that. And I think nowadays we attach so many stories to things like that's greedy or, you know, um, whatever anyone wants to attach to it. It's like, that's your belief towards it. But like that belief is conditioned from something else, you know? And I think it's also just looking at that person and being like, that's okay that you believe that I still love you. Like, I understand why you maybe think that, but it's just not, that's not me, you know? And I think like, it's really hard to be subjective and like look at people and still love them for who they are because they don't agree with you. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, we can all love each other and be happy and like support each other, you know? But um, yeah, I think ego is a big part of it for sure. So. It's been so cool. Cause I feel like I've been watching you. I think I followed you on Instagram for probably like two years now or something. And so like now like getting to like know you on a different level, just like seeing you transition even more. I just feel like you've gotten into this flow state that it's just like, you're actually embracing the fact that like you're a freaking badass who owns multiple businesses, not just one business. And like, they're all successful. And like the fact that you just like have the confidence to just like be like, yeah, that's what I do kind of thing. Like, yeah, I'm a millionaire or whatever. And it's like, you inspire so many people to know that they can step into that. Like that's what you're here for. You just embrace it. You just got to normalize it, man. You know, like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. And like, I think that's the thing is like, we all just have like this innate ability to be so successful and to support each other and to just success isn't equivalent to achievement and it's not equivalent to like what you do in this life, you know? And I think it really comes down to wealth, which is just like the richness that you have in life and like what makes you happy. And I think just showcasing that to more people and letting them embody it. Um, And I think it says something else for someone who, you know, has good humanity too, is like when they have good intentions and you see other people who are successful that have just good intentions, like I think it just opens up more space for people to to feel that and do that, you know? Um, and I just want to do that. Like we can all be happy and successful and love each other. So yeah, it's been weird. I never thought I would get here, dude. I never, <laughs> you know, I, I invested in my first mentor. She was very like holistic business. And I was like, oh man, what did I get myself into here? Like, this is stupid. Like I had so many like just bad beliefs about it. And now I'm just like, other side of the spectrum. Give me it all, all the weird shit. Give it to me. I'm like, I love it. So yeah, it's fun. Same with you though. Yours. Oh my gosh. First off, (laughs) side note, I went, I met Abby in real life at a festival, like in real life. And like, you're a totally different human when I met you. Like completely. And like your journey has been so, so dope. So incredible. Dude, I was so scared when I first walked into that hotel room. 
<laughs> I was like, what have I gotten into? And then I was just like, you know what? Like everyone here is just here to have fun. We're just like actually letting loose. Like this is not anything serious. And like, once again, like as soon as I like surrendered into that, just like let myself be me. It was like, wow. And just connecting with everyone. And I don't know, like that, that was honestly like the best decision I made because since then it's just been like a whole personal growth journey and I would not change a thing. I think that was like the pivotal, like, you know how some people say like, what was the pivotal moment in your life? Like, I think that was like the pivotal moment in your life where you were like, okay, this is what's going to change. Like <laughs> the trajectory of everything moving forward. Um, but I'm so grateful you got a ticket. <laughs> That's what life is supposed to be like. Just like, if it feels right, dive into it. Don't question it. But how do you think like your state of flow has changed like over the years? Um, I think I used to just be very anxious all the time, which made me a high achiever. Um, you know, it got me to where I'm kind of currently at. I don't think I really used to know what flow was, I, to be honest with you. Like, I think I just thought there were so many things I had to do. And I think even until last year, um, you know, Nick went on deployment for like 10 months. My boyfriend was on deployment for a long time. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of like forced to sit with myself. And that's where like, I really started like processing, I guess two years ago now. Wow. I started processing like a lot of my just like emotions. Um, and it ended up just like forcing me to kind of like sit and feel, which, you know, was really uncomfortable for me. So I think when that kind of happened, I realized like there are going to be days that I'm going to have heavy like emotions and like, I need to probably take off like some time or not work. It's like, for example, I'm currently like pretty much completely replenishing my body. I'm off like all stimulants completely, which has just been like so hard for me. And just realizing like I had to take a nap yesterday after our mastermind call for two hours and it was like middle of the day and I had a lot of shit to do and I was like I don't really have choice like I'm dead by two o'clock and I need to take a, take a nap so um I think I've just been more okay with like doing what Ken needs and like focusing on what I need um and playing more because I realized like I am such a five-year-old is unreal like I'm <laughs> I'm pretty positive. I just never turned an age older than five. Like <laughs> I'm literally like such a five-year-old at heart. Um, and I think just having more time to play and like flow with that. So has like been huge for me. So also getting a cat has helped me, which is so weird, but like, I can't even tell you enough, just like small little challenges throughout the week with her where like I'd come home and she'd be so cute. And I'd be like, I just have to pet you right now, even though I have so much to do, <laughs> like just flow with it, you know, like what, whatever life has kind of brought me. Um, and just being more intuitive and listening to my intuition, not going against the grain. So yeah, it's looked pretty weird. Like it's schedules different, a little, little all over the place, but, um, I'm so much happier, you know, and like our business is doing better than ever. Like teams doing better than ever. So it's just been like kind of cool to see that happen too. Yeah. yeah pretty cool that's, wild. Yeah. that's pretty much all I had is there anything else yeah. that you like want to talk about I think I guess just like piece of advice for people who are like 
having trouble or like not understanding like where they're seeing resistance in their life is like the more that you question the resistance or try to figure things out. I think we go through life trying to figure it out, but like nobody is ever going to figure out our existence. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So instead of trying to figure ourselves out and um, just figure things out, instead of pushing into that resistance, it's just like really surrendering and just being like, you know what? I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm okay with what happened today. I'm okay that I spilled my coffee on myself. I'm okay that I missed the bus. I'm okay that, you know, whatever it is like that happens in your life is just like really being okay with it and not trying to figure out like what would have happened if I would have done this or what would happen if I do this. And, um, instead of attaching those like stories and scenarios in our head, just letting it be, you know, letting it happen, let it flow. So, yeah. That's my favorite thing. You've been telling me that so much lately too. (laughs) Yeah. thought it was going to come to you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For anyone looking to find Kendall, she's on every freaking platform that there is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But if you guys have questions on anything or need some inspiration, just head to Kendall's page. She posts a lot of things on TikTok, a lot on Instagram, and it's just always there to give you the advice that you need to hear. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have. So get excited for another episode next week. Thank you so much for joining us, Kendall, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. <laughs>